For our sermon today, we're going to be focusing on that first lesson. Again, it comes from page, page 6 in your bulletin, verses from Genesis. An essay uh, written by anarchist Bob Black in 1985 was entitled, The Abolition of Work. And this is what it said in his, in his essay. No one should ever work. Work is the source of nearly all the misery in the world. Almost any evil you'd care to name comes from working or from living in a world designed for work. In order to stop suffering, we have to stop working. And our sinful, uh, lazy, well, our lazy, sinful nature wants to cling to those words and say, wow, I want to make Bob Black the President of the United States. I'll never have to work again, right? But, you know, is work evil? Is it evil? If you think about your complaints from last week, think about all the things that you complained about, either yourself or to others, how many of those complaints had to do with work? Your job or your work as a mother or a father or a spouse or a student? I would guess for most of us, most of the complaints came from our work, right? Work is the most controlling variable in our life. It is what sent you to school so you could prepare to work one day. And, and for most of us, half of our lives were dedicated to preparing just to work, from grade school to high school to college to postgraduate work, so that we can finally start working and then for the rest of our lives. Work. And work is so important to us, it dictates where we are going to live, how much money we have to spend, how much time we have with our family, even how much hair we have left after several years of working there. It's such a powerful force in our life. It controls so much of who we are. And how many of you can say that after a bad day of work, you went home and took that bad day of work home with you? Is that true for you? Where because of a bad day of work, you became angry and frustrated with the people in your family. You had a short temper with them, all because of a bad day of work. It affects, our work affects our relationships with our kids, with our spouse, with our friends, and even with our God. Our work can affect our level of joy in life. Is work evil? <laughs> Today we're going to be looking at God's original plan for work, his intention for work. This sermon series on finding balance, we need to look at work because it's such an important part of our everyday lives and schedules. It's what keeps us busy here in New York City, isn't it? So what does God say about work? Let's look at Genesis chapter 1. Uh, in your bulletin, I have just one verse there from Genesis chapter 1. If you'd like to open up to the Bibles that are in front of you, you can do that. <coughs> what I'd like to do is just Direct your attention to this, this entire chapter where we see God creating the world. Right? What was God creating the world really doing? What he was doing was he was working for us. He was working to be a blessing for us. And he didn't just give us a, a decent place to live. Oh, no, he gave us so much more, didn't he? He gave us so much more. He gave us variety in colors, in tastes. In plant life, 
He gave us so much. He gave us a thousand different types of ice cream when he didn't even have to give us ice cream. He gave us such beautiful landscapes across the world that we actually plan our vacations just to see the beauty of God's creation in other parts of the world. God gave us so much more than just life. He worked to be a blessing for us. That's what those six days of creation were all about, God being a blessing for us. And so in our lesson for today, that chapter 1, verse 28, this is what it says, where God, after he worked to be a blessing for us, gives us creation. And he says, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Out of love for us, he worked. He worked to be a blessing for us, and he gave us creation. And then he gives us, after giving us so many different blessings, he gives us one last blessing. He gives to us work. He gives us the ability to imitate God in his work, which was a blessing to others so that we could now work to be a blessing to others too. And he gives us those two commands that we heard there. Subdue it. Rule it. You see, work from the very beginning was never about a paycheck. It was a way that you could imitate God and be a blessing to others in your life. God gave to us creation, and he said, take care of it. Be a blessing to yourself, to others around you, to your friends, to your family, to nature, to the animals. Be a blessing to this world in your work. God gave to us the image of God. And part of what the image of God means is that we are holy and perfect, just like God is. And a small part of that, too, is that we imitate him. And in this instance, we get to imitate him in his work. He worked to be a blessing for us, and now we get to to work to be a blessing for others. Now, it's, it's hard for us to imagine work only being a blessing, isn't it? Because we understand the curse, the cursed side of work. When did work become work? Right? When did that happen? And I think you know it happened in Genesis chapter 3, just a couple of chapters after what we're reading for today. I put those verses in your bulletin. And what we have here, this is what happened after Adam and Eve sinned. And then you see God saying what the results of sin are in this world. And here's the last curse on this world. He says, Starting in verse 17 of Genesis chapter 3. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Work was cursed. And work would be work. It would, it would be painful. There would be sweat involved. It would be difficult. That's the work that we know so well. But I want, what I want to remind you of is that work is not for us only a curse. It's both. It's both a blessing and a curse. And we can see that too in, in one of the other things that was cursed after Adam and Eve sinned as well, childbirth. Pain in childbirth, it said. Right? After that curse, mankind didn't decide, well, because of that, we're never going to have babies again. No. Because they saw it was both a blessing and a curse at the same time. 
we know that there is a curse in childbirth. There's, it is not only painful, but later on, the kids, they, there are nights where they stay up all night long crying. There are days when your kids do not listen to you, and you're frustrated, they're frustrated. But yet, people see the blessing in having a family, so they have children. And we can say the same thing about work. It's a blessing and a curse, right? It's a blessing to have a job. But when we get that job, we know that there are complaints that we have too. About a number of things. It's a blessing to have a, a sense of accomplishment after a hard day of work, even though now because of the curse, it comes with difficulty and sweat and work. Right? We have a sense of accomplishment, and we see that sense of accomplishment in our Lord when he created the world, and after each day he says, this is very good. But with us, it comes with difficulty because of the curse. And sometimes our work with, we want to have a sense of accomplishment, but we don't get it. Maybe it's because we have a boss who doesn't compliment us. Maybe because we worked hard studying for a test and we got a bad grade. We worked hard on a project. We only got negative criticism. We were told to go back to the drawing board after all of our hard work. Sometimes our work produces thorns and thistles, just like Genesis says it. And so we have a lot of reasons every day to complain about our work, that we don't get paid enough money, that we work way too many hours, that we just get tired, that we had a bad day, that we don't like our boss or our co-workers, or that we'd rather be doing something else. See, even though we know that work is both a blessing and a curse, I think a lot of times we embrace the curse rather than the blessing. We allow it to affect us emotionally, with the stress. We allow it to we'll take our, our problems from work home with us, which affects our family life. Our work can very often have a negative effect on our relationships with our kids, with our spouse, with even our God. And there's a reason for that. You see, work wasn't the only thing that was cursed when Adam and Eve sinned. So were we. You see that in our lesson for today. Very subtle phrase that's there, and I guarantee you that when Adam and Eve heard those words, they weren't thinking about pain in childbirth. They weren't thinking about pain in work either. They were thinking about the last thing that God told them, where he said, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. Adam and Eve, and each and every one of us, will die. That's the And for all of the time that we put into our work and life and all the possessions that we gain, it will someday all be lost. But that's not the worst part. The worst part of it is what we deserve because of sin, because of death. We deserve hell. The curse of all curses. But what's comforting when we look at Genesis chapter 3 is that our God gives to us the solution to the curses before he even talks about the curses. He gives the promise of the Savior, Jesus, before he even talks about the results of sin. Now, what was Jesus' work in this world? What was he going to do here? Well, he was going to work to be a blessing to others, just like our Heavenly Father was. 
Just like God was a blessing to others when he created this world, so also Jesus was going to work to be a blessing to others, to remove the curse, and to give us eternal life. That's what he set about doing in his life from the moment he was born. Every moment of his life, he lived for you, to be your substitute because we weren't good enough, because we were cursed. And so in life and in death, he lived for you. And even in the workplace, he lived for you. In the gospel lesson, it just, it just mentions it right there, that Jesus was a carpenter. Right? Nothing more, just mentioned it. And it does give us comfort to think about that, that Jesus worked. He was in the workplace. And what a comfort to know that in every aspect of our lives that fails, in which we complain too often about something that really is a blessing, work. Our God did it. Our Savior did it. For those times that we complained about our work, Jesus didn't. For those times that we came home angry and frustrated because of our work, he didn't. For those times when we chose to embrace the curse of work rather than the blessing of work, he did it. So that you could know that all of your sins are forgiven, even those sins that we commit at work. When we take those sins from work home with us. That's what our Savior did for us. And because of what he did, he replaced the curse. He he took our guilt, whatever it was, whatever sin you've committed, and he gave you forgiveness. Whether you feel it or not, it's yours. He took death, the curse of death, and he gave you life. And he restores in you now, today, and for the rest of your life, the image of God in you. And remember the image of God that was broken? Now we are able to once again imitate the whole point of work. We are able to imitate God. We are able to imitate God the Father when he created this world who worked to be a blessing to others. We are able to imitate our Savior Jesus who worked to be a blessing to others. And we in our work too, whatever it is, are able to work to be a blessing to others. Someday in heaven, we're going to understand this completely and fully, where our work will be a complete blessing, where we will understand like never before a true feeling of accomplishment in everything that we do. Because in heaven someday, we're not just going to be sitting around and singing with the angels. We're going to be working, but in a good way. In Revelation chapter 22, it says, his servants will serve him. And you think about what that word means, serve. Well, it means to work, to be a blessing for others, doesn't it? That's what we're going to be doing. But we don't have to wait until that day that we get to heaven to be able to enjoy our work. Remember, work here, while it's still a curse, is a blessing. And truthfully, it, it is oftentimes up to us to decide whether or not we want to embrace the curse or the blessing. We don't have to allow ourselves to get annoyed at our coworkers. We don't have to allow ourselves to get annoyed about the lack of money we get, the the amount of hours that we have to deal with, or the few benefits that we have. We don't have to get annoyed at that. That's our choice. What our Savior wants us to see is that we are able to embrace the blessings of work every day. So that you can see whatever you do as a student, as a 
mother or father or spouse or employee, you are able to be a blessing to others. A blessing to others. And I want you to just think about that for a moment. A doctor is able to be a blessing for others as he helps people with their physical needs. A construction worker is able to be a blessing for others as he helps construct something that is going to be for someone's uh, uh, work someday or where someone's going to live someday. A cook creates something that another person isn't able to create nearly as well so that they can eat it, but maybe they don't have time to make it themselves. They're able to be a blessing to others. I'm going to be going to Milwaukee this coming week, <clears throat> and just think about, thinking about that, all those people who work at LaGuardia Airport and all those people who work in the Milwaukee Airport are a blessing to me that in under an hour I can go halfway across the country and regardless of how often those people may complain about their jobs, they are a blessing to me, aren't they? And I pray that all of you see the blessing that you are for others in your work. Amen.